Catholic Conversations on Catholic Spirit Radio. Will there be another Kevin Matthews? No. Everybody knows who Kevin is. Kevin is a genius. There's just no one like him. He was amazing. It was like a religion. Turn on the radio in the morning. This is the Kevin Matthews. Hi, this is Mike Ditkin. Hey, this is Brian May. Hi, I'm Chris Farley. You're listening to the Kevin Matthews Show. I thought he was insane. A lot of people thought he was insane. I am Kevin Matthews, and I'm from Jupiter. 99% of people tune in to radio at some point during the week. There were no cell phones. People were listening to the radio. Chicago at that time was the perfect storm. Michael Jordan is a Chicago Bull. The 85 Bears just won the Super Bowl. You have this new lady, Oprah, she's in town. And so the country was watching what was going on in Chicago. Nobody could touch us. We had 10 million people listening to us a week. 10 million people listening to us a week. That was my past. Welcome to Catholic Conversations, the show that dives deep into inspiring stories, enlightening discussions, and heartwarming tales from the Catholic community. I'm your host, Paul Garcia, and today we have a truly special guest joining us. He's a renowned figure in the radio industry, known for entertaining millions with his wit and charm. However, his journey took a remarkable turn when he encountered a broken statue of Mary that sparked a spiritual awakening and a message of hope. Today, we'll be delving into his incredible story behind this book, Broken Mary, A Journey of Hope. Get ready for a conversation that's sure to uplift your spirits and ignite your faith. And without further ado, please welcome the author himself, Kevin Matthews. Kevin, thank you very much for coming on today. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. I hope everyone, I appreciate your time. Oh, of course. We appreciate your time very much, and the pleasure is all ours. So can you share with us, the listeners, the moment when you first encountered Broken Mary? Well, what I, I first of all, I was, uh, this happened back in um, 2011. I had been employed in radio for over 30 years, and I was suddenly fired from radio, and I had uh, got I was got two weeks severance pay, and I was out. You know, it's and I it was a Saturday, and I was really worried about how am I going to pay the bills. I've been married and still am married forty one years to a terrific lady, and I just felt the need to go and get her some flowers. And I always say that God, there is no such thing as a coincidence. And I look up, and there's a flower shop, so I get out on my truck, and I'm walking towards the door, and I notice over to my left a dumpster, and I can't help but notice that there is a statue of the Virgin Mary about four foot long lying on the ground, and I walked over to it just because I, what is a statue of the Virgin Mary doing laying next to a dumpster? And I walked over to it, and she's on her back. She, she's broken right at the waist. Her hands are missing. She's covered in garbage. And I looked at her, and she's looking at me, and I heard a voice, and it was Christ saying, will you deny me? Will you deny my mother? And I was appalled that I'm looking at a, such a beautiful statue of, of Our Lady, Mary. And so I 
walked into the flower shop and um, I uh, I was asked, what can I do for you? And I said, I really want to buy that statue that's laying next to uh, the, the dumpster. And the uh, clerk said, it's not for sale. It's a family heirloom. And then I heard the voice again, will you deny me? Will you deny my mother? And I said a quick prayer, God help me. And at this time, I'm not a religious person. I was born Catholic, but I'd fallen so far away from the church. I just knew that there's no way that statue of our Blessed Mother should be laying in in, in weeds and garbage. And um, I just looked at the clerk and I said, I'll give money to the nuns that live out here. I had no idea what I was talking about. And she looked <laughs> at me and um, she goes, I know your voice. She goes, are you Kevin Matthews? And I said, yes. She goes, you got fired yesterday. And she was a fan and... I said yes, and I, you know, I pleaded with her. Listen, I'll give money in your name if you let me have the statue, and she did. And I didn't even buy my wife flowers. I just went out and I picked up this statue. And at that time, I had been diagnosed with MS, so it was really kind of hard to walk. This statue, two halves of it, they each weigh about forty pounds. So I put the statue in my truck and make a little bed and it's November and I go home and I put her in the garage and I make a bed for her. And I just said, then I'll take care of you, Mary. And, um, that is my life changed after that. A friend of mine who I've known for quite a while, a priest, I called him father Mark. And I said, listen, I found this statue. What do I, how do I get it repaired? And he told me of a monument maker, I can go in the spring. I did. He looked at her and said, you know, I can put her back together again. We can put new hands and paint her. And I said, no, I, I want to keep her broken because she reminds me so much of me. And I said, no, I want to keep her broken. I'll call her Broken Mary. And so he put her together. Eventually, Father Mark came over to my home and blessed her. And that's where this whole journey really began. And I, I kept her broken and I called her Broken Mary. And um, I realized now years later that God sent me to a dumpster and changed my life. And at the same time, I go with this statue that is broken and it represents humanity, all of us, me, you, everyone listening. We're all broken, but we're loved by God. And so many miracles have literally happened since 2011. Um, people started taking the statue home to intensive care or emergency rooms. She's been with the most broken. She's died with so, so many. And people, you know, just started leaving rosaries and, and leaving these beautiful stories. And eventually, Father Mark said, you should write a book. And so what I did is I was introduced, and eventually I did give money to the nuns, the Franciscans that did live out towards me, and I'm still very close to them. And I ended up taking all these stories about people's encounters with Our Lady of the Broken and put it in a book. And Matthew Kelly signed me, and that book was released in 2016. I'm about ready to release a follow-up book with Matthew Kelly called Mary's Roadie. And I have really 
deepen my faith faith um, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary. She has literally brought me back to Christ. Uh, you know, I I literally am a Lamb of God, and I'm just bringing people back to Christ. And I'm very honored to do so. I absolutely adore Mary. I have rosary apps that are heard all around the world, and um, I've just stayed very, very busy. I'm very committed to bringing people to Christ through our Blessed Mother Mary. My goodness, that is incredible. And you really summarized a lot of the book right there with the opening question. That is really beautiful. A few different directions we could go with this is one, the book, two, the miracles, and a few other things. I want to actually ask, though, uh, you said that you mentioned your MS. What what is the current state of that now? You know, I still have. I mean, there's no cure for MS. I still have it and always will. Um, that doesn't, you know, I what I've learned since finding this statue, and I've been around people who have just catastrophic diseases and hardships, and I have n- nothing to complain about um, at all. And and so I've also learned to take any kind of suffering and and give it to Christ for the conversion of sinners, for the conversion of people to go back and return to him. So, I mean, I'm blessed. I, I, I'm truly blessed that I have MS because if I didn't have MS, I, I, I would have never gone to that dumpster. So everything in life is a blessing, even a you know, a, a, an incurable disease is a blessing. And, um, you know, when we enter heaven, we will not have these diseases or what not, but right now I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I, I would just as soon take any suffering that happens to me to give for the conversion of, of others so that, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm very thankful for my MS. Now, that is a sentence that can really move a lot of people. Very powerful. You are thankful for your MS. And I want to continue on the theme of what we're talking about right now. Throughout your career in radio, you entertained millions of listeners and made a significant impact. And you really left your mark. And you were a very big deal. And you still are with with this new book in a new industry, albeit. But how has your perspective on life and purpose shifted since your encounter with Broken Mary? Um, I don't take things so seriously. And, you know, everything comes to an end here on Earth. You know, I, I'm i going to be probably inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. That's an honor. And I really enjoyed what I did. And But right now, I, I really love what I'm doing right now, too. I have a really beautiful relationship with Matthew Kelly, and dynamic Catholic, and I tour um, throughout the country and um, speak of you know, our brokenness. I'm going to be down in Bloomington on March 23rd, a Saturday, with the statue, and I'll have I'll come and I'll speak and I'll sign books, and I'd love people to come because it's a beautiful story. It's especially during Lent right now, you know. Um, 
it, I, when I was asked at that dumpster by Christ, will you deny me? Will you deny my mother? I know that Christ used me to ask that same question to you and your listeners right now. Will you deny him? Will you deny his mother? And we're constantly asked, especially today, living in today's world, how many people do deny Christ? How many people do deny Christ that are Catholic? How many have left the church? And I'm saying you need to come back because Christ is the Catholic Church. You know, the sacrament of the Eucharist, of confession, Our Lady's Rosary, those three things can save your eternal life. They can save your marriage. They can save you against addiction. They can save you. We're, I, I'm just, I'm living proof of it. I, you know, I, I, I absolutely adore my relationship I have with Mary. I, God led me to Mary. And, you know, it was Jesus who basically told me at a dumpster, I'm going to leave you with my mother and she's going to clean you up. And that's been since 2011. And she is my blessed mother. And I'm a, you know, Christ is my brother. God is my father. This is my family in heaven. And I'm very content. I'm very, I just so gently want to tell people that you're loved. We're all broken but you're loved by God and just go to him, go to him. Um, especially now, especially in Lent, now is the time to get very, 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 very close to Christ and always get close to Christ. You know, the, uh, Easter, the resurrection, he is coming back. Jesus is not a fictitious character. Jesus did walk this earth. Jesus was crucified by Pontius Pilate. He did die. He rose again, and he is coming back. Be prepared for that. Be prepared. You said, "Go to Christ." We're all we're all broken, and we're in need of this. And you say, "Go to Christ." I'm a very I, I like protocol. I like to have steps. What do we do? And, and I'm guessing that a lot of the viewers, a lot of the listeners, like steps that they can take. Like to hear steps that they can take. Uh, how does one go to Christ? Well, what do you I mean? Think, I, I think, one, a lot of folks make things so hard. You know, there's no rule book. Love is love. And all you simply have to do is go to him. And um, what I, it's that simple. I run into so many people that have left the Catholic Church. They're not coming back. They're mad. Uh, there's problems or whatever. And I, I've had people say, well, I used to be Catholic. Well, you still are. Mm. You know, when you are baptized in the Catholic Church as a small infant, we have God parents and we have parents that made a covenant with God. Now, we can leave God, but God will never leave us. And so when I say to people, well, you still are Catholic, and I just... The church is Jesus Christ, and there is no other church on earth that offers the Eucharist, the actual body of Christ, and the sacrament of Christ. Go to him, the sacrament. I have appreciated and I've learned to love the sacrament of confession, where we are literally forgiven of our sins, and we are, we're, we're forgiven through Christ. And I 
can't tell you just how, you know, the rosary is Mary. It's her umbilical cord. That's how she feeds us Jesus. So when I hold my rosary, I'm holding Mary's hand. And when I hold that, I am holding the power of God. And my blessed mother, I, Mary is such a beautiful mother to all of us. And if you think you've broken away or you're worthless or I can never go back or I'm too broken, just simply go to Mary and she will gently take you directly to Christ. No one on earth was more close to Christ than Mary. They were connected. She gave birth. She lives with him to this day. Mary is the Immaculate Heart. Christ is the Sacred Heart. I can't tell you how simple it is. Don't make it hard. Just go to him and put yourself just and fall into him. Fall into him. Right. Well said. Challenge God. Hey, if Kevin's right, God, okay. Now what? Just let him take over. Let him take over, but start, start, start. I love my broken Mary rosary apps. They're free. You can drive, and I recite the rosary. And that's been downloaded hundreds of thousands of times throughout the world. And it's just brokenmary.com. You know, and when you just need a break and want to turn the world off, you can do so by just opening and reciting the rosary, just listening to the rosary. And and a, such a beautiful miracle will happen the minute you say Hail Mary. The minute you say Hail Mary, Mary looks at you, and she will listen to you, and she will take you into her immaculate heart, which will lead you to Jesus Christ. Right. I think what you said, well, first of all, that is all beautiful. And, and something that I want to ask you about that you mentioned is you don't take things seriously anymore. You, you don't take things too seriously, I should say. I want to ask you more about that because I've talked to a lot of people on this show, uh, priests with psychology backgrounds who speak about the incredible amount of anxiety in our world today. And largely that comes from, I would imagine, people taking things too seriously, getting too bent out of shape about things that aren't that significant. And I want to ask you a little more about that. What types of things you don't take too seriously and how you go about not taking them seriously, but all that will come up in just one minute. But first, we have to give a heartfelt thank you to our beloved sponsors. We'll be right back. You're listening to Catholic Conversations on Catholic Spirit Radio. Chicago radio personality Kevin Matthews found a broken statue of the Virgin Mary by a dumpster. His life was changed forever. Join us at Holy Trinity Catholic Church in Bloomington on Saturday, March 23rd to hear Kevin's life-changing Broken Mary story. Doors open at 11 with a light lunch available at 11.30. This free event starts at 12.30, book signing afterwards. Register on the Holy Trinity website under the Grow in Faith tab or call us at 309-829-2197. Listeners support Catholic Spirit Radio in many different ways. Some write checks, others use credit cards. But did you know that you can also give Catholic Spirit Radio your old car, truck, boat, motorcycle, or RV? even if it's not working. Donating your vehicle is easy. We take care of everything from pickup to tax receipt. Just go to catholicspiritradio.com to click on the Donate Your Vehicle link 
or call 866-628-CARS. If you have some extra time, put those hours to use for the Lord. With Catholic Spirit Radio's growing radio network, we have three new behind-the-scenes volunteer positions. If you're interested, call the station. 309-807-2427. Volunteers are specifically needed for each of these roles. First, an energetic and experienced event manager is needed to coordinate our spring and fall on-air fundraisers. Give us a call if that's you. Second, Catholic Spirit Radio needs one to two hours every two or three weeks from a volunteer or a team of two for lightweight general cleaning at our normal location. Give us a call if you and a friend are interested. And third, we are in need of one to two spirit liaisons from each of these areas. Areas, Rockford, Harvard, Morris, DeKalb, Sycamore, Lincoln, Pontiac, and Clinton. These individuals will assist with informational tables at your local events. Give us a call if you can help out. Become part of our radio mission in 2024. Volunteer at Catholic Spirit Radio. 309-807-2427. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Catholic Conversations. I'm your host, Paul Garcia, and I'm speaking with Kevin Matthews, the famed radio host and radio legend, I should say, as well as the fantastic author of Broken Mary, A Journey of Hope. Kevin, we were just talking about a whole bunch of things. I want to ask you in just a second about how you don't take things so seriously, what types of things you don't take so seriously, and I believe that that information can really help a lot of the listeners who struggle with anxiety or just worrying yeah. about small, uh, albeit insignificant issues in the grand scheme of things, but important issues to them. But before that, our listeners, many of whom are here in the Bloomington Normal area, would be pleased to know that you will be in Bloomington with Broken Mary on March 23rd. Can you please tell us more about that? Where will this be? What time? Everything. Um, It is at Holy Trinity Church, and that's on uh, 104th West Chestnut Street in Bloomington, Illinois, Saturday, March 23rd. We're going to have a lunch, so doors open at 11, lunch at 11.30. I speak at 12.30. I'll sign books afterwards. It's all ages. All are welcome. And it's a beautiful message of hope. It really is. And I'm looking forward to this. And I'll say, I can't, I know what is, it's just such a beautiful day. And um, so that's, I will be there that, that Saturday. Excellent. Saturday, March 23rd, starting at 11.30 a.m. with a lunch, and then you'll be speaking at 12.30. This is at 104 West Chestnut. That is Holy Trinity Catholic Church right here in Bloomington Normal. And you said Broken Mary will be making her appearance. Yes, and I love it because people are able to see this statue. I mean, she has gone from a dumpster to a bed of roses, you know, from a dumpster to a a an icon, if you will, that has been is beginning known around the world. She's a statue, but I love what she represents. She represents the Mother of Christ, and um, I know that the world needs a mother right now, and you have one in 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 Mary. So this is a special day, and I've been blessed to just send people to Mary, she sends them to her son. That's It's not about me. It's not a, about Kevin Matthews. This is about the Immaculate Heart of Mary. I am just, um, 
I, I, I compare myself to a sheepdog. I just try to gently round up the strays and get them back to the shepherd himself, Christ. And that's my responsibility. I'm just a, a, a shepherd dog. It's not about me. It's about him. And so I'm really looking forward to this. As am I, and as are a lot of our listeners, I'm sure. Fantastic. Saturday, March 23rd, 1130 at Holy Trinity. Right. Kevin Matthews will be there with Broken Mary. That's all great. And I want to ask you then, just before the break, I mentioned this. You said that you now don't take things too seriously. What types well, of things don't you take too seriously? And how does someone like me or the listeners do the same? Well, I I, I mean, I am now that I always think of Christ in the storm on the Sea of Galilee. You know, Christ wants to focus on him, not the storm. And um, there's some things, what are you going to do to change what happened to you yesterday or years ago? And what are, what are you going to do uh, about tomorrow? You don't know what, bring, what is going to bring forth tomorrow. You have to be in the moment right now, and the best moment is to be with Christ, is to literally tell Christ, I, I have anxiety. Uh, you know, there are our disciples, all 12 were just a hodgepodge. They were a mess, if you will, with all kinds of issues and problems and whatnot. But I, I look at it and give it to Christ. I, you know, Jesus, I have anxiety problems. Jesus, I am worried about pray, talk. And, and I, I would rather have people have Jesus Christ as their therapist than Dr. Phil. So, um, give it to him, give it to him, but know that there's only certain things you have no control over. You have no control over your past. You can learn from it. You can be honest and you can tell people, you know, this is how I grew. Look at my bruises. Look at my scars. This statue that I found next to a dumpster, she's chipped. Her hands are missing. We're all broken. But at the same time, we're loved by God. Absolutely. We're loved by God. We're, we're bruised, tired, little lambs. Go to him and he will nurture you. What sort of things were you once concerned about that you no longer are? Well, I think a lot of times I just think culturally, you know, you can just be in tsunamied into temptation and sin. Look at how many people are addicted to pornography or just addictions and that is not easy to change, but I will tell people I've worked. I've literally been in front of inmates, lifers who are serving the rest of their life in prison. But the inmates that I'm with now hold rosaries. And one inmate said, you know, Kevin, I'm going to die here. And I said, yes, but you're holding that rosary and you get to choose where you want to go for eternity. And not a lot of people can do that. He might die. He will die in prison. He did sin. There was consequences. He's in prison. He is guilty. But at the same time, he is also 
been forgiven through the sanctity of confession. And, and, and so I, I think I often made things so much harder than they really had to be is just let go, just let go, fall into the arms of Mary and she will take you to him. I love it. Simply let go. And as you mentioned, go to Christ. Let's not make it harder than it needs to be. Receiving the sacraments. So much grace pours into our hearts, our lives, our minds, just from those sacraments alone. I agree. Absolutely. And now in your book, you talk about, and this this I think is, is very interesting. In your book, you talk about the dignity of women and its importance in your spiritual awakening. Can you tell us more about that? Well, I think, you know, I mean, I, you know, I was on a rowdy, 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 just a wild radio station, you know, I mean, and we partied hard. And, um, you know, I, I, I look back and, you know, I have a daughter now and, you know, I, I just, I have, I can't help but look at Mary and know that she is a woman. She's the mother of Christ. She's a, <laughs> a female. <clears throat> I have, I made a vow when I went to Fatima, Portugal for the hundredth anniversary. I made a vow to Mary that I would never hurt her and I would console her. So that's what I do. I console Mary. I console, I love motherhood. I love um, daughters and in the female role because it is a beautiful role. It's, they give birth, they give life. And so I have a different appreciation for women now. Simply, they give life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and do you think that society needs to have an, uh, a reemergence of that respect for women as well? And, and what might that look like if I could ask you such a deep question? I, I, I think that's a personal choice. Will they? No. Um, it depends. Everyone, I cannot, I cannot say to you, you are going to enter heaven. You have to walk that walk. Um, does, there are, there are just people that have no relationship, no Christ. I look at Adolf Hitler, for example. You know, Adolf Hitler literally had, it just completely emptied his entire beady being and soul of Christ. And um, I see it every day on people that just purposely know that Christ is real and they abandon him. Those are the people I pray for most. Um, one of my favorite prayers uh, in Fatima 107 years ago when the children witnessed you sent to Francisco and Lucia, 10, 7, and 8, they received prayers from God before Mary appeared to them. The first prayer that they were given by the angel of peace was a prayer given to them by God. God wrote this and gave this prayer for them to learn. It said, my God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and love you. I beg pardon for those who do not believe, who do not adore, who do not hope or love you. God gives us free will to choose. I'm praying that people choose to go to him. 
because eventually we will be out of breath and we will die and we will leave this earth and we will either go to heaven or we will go to hell. There's no in between. And it's never too late to ask for forgiveness. Never. I remember hearing a lot about uh, last rites when uh, a loved one was battling cancer, and she was a devout Catholic. And I remember her, she would read the lives of saints all the time. And she spoke about some saints speaking about uh, how they would see, you know, when given a vision by God or shown, uh, somehow they realized that some of the worst people that they knew were going straight to heaven somehow. And when they asked people or asked these angels or Mary or something, I, I forget the specifics of the story, but these are valid Catholic saint stories. And they said that, you know, they would ask, why is that person going straight to heaven while this priest is is suffering and they're in purgatory, et cetera, et cetera? And they said, well, that person received last rites. And right. it just seems that that is, you know, it might seem unfair to us that they have to, they get to skip all the suffering uh, that would atone for their sins of that, that we believe are greater than theirs. But forgiveness in God's eyes, I mean, it can... It can come at any point, the very last second of our lives, and it can be totally fulfilling. Like in the case of the yeah. people that you spoke to in, in prison, right? Going to right. Get, receiving last, last rites and going straight to heaven. And take a look at the, the two on the cross next to Christ. One mocked Christ and said, if you're the son of God, let us down. The other looked and said, Jesus, I belong here. You don't. Will you remember me on this day? And he said, yes. A man hanging from the cross was the first to enter heaven by simply asking. And, um, you know, we look at purgatory, I think, is a suffering or a penance. And, and, and purgatory is nothing more than a cleansing process to make us able to stand in front of God. Um. Yes, we have until our last breath. A friend of mine, a very beautiful friend of mine who is a Lakota elder said, Kevin, when we're born, we are we cry the breath of life. And as we get older, every breath we take becomes closer to our last. So every breath we take towards the end is a prayer. And if you can save three breaths that say, God, forgive me, see what happens. It's never too late. We abandon God. God has never left me. I've always left him. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. That's a simple and profound point right there. God has yep. never left you. You have only ever left him for a moment. Oh, for, for a moment, years, again and again and again and again and again. And I'm just owning it right now. And now I just, I, I have such love for God, my Father in heaven, and Christ is my brother. Mary is my mother. I love Joseph, who is a role model for me now as a husband or just as a man in general. You know, I, I think most men listening actually start a relationship with Joseph, you know, and, and ask Mary and Joseph to help you with your marriage. They were husband and wife. You know, they were they were parents. And and they're right there. Uh they're 
accessible. I love the rosary. I, I, I tell you what, if you devote yourself to the rosary, Mary personally will come and take you to Christ on your deathbed. Wow. I love it. I love it. Great points. And I can't help but see a theme here of the importance of having humility. First of all, the whole theme behind confession is first, you must deny your own pride in order so that you are free to confess your sins to another, what seems as a human, but it's, it's Christ, you know, to confess your sins. And, and these men that you speak to who are in prison for the rest of their lives, for yeah. them to humble themselves, to confess sins, to ask for forgiveness, yeah. that's a right. really profound thing. For you to go from a successful career in radio to being fired and to going and wanting to buy your wife flowers, but instead picking up this statue of a broken Mary and pleading with the person that you that you be able to take it, these are all themes of humility. And then I've also heard from notable Catholics that the worst of the deadly sins is pride. And pride is what leads to more people to getting to hell than anything else. It's not lust. It's not greed or envy. It, it's pride. And doing away with our own pride, it seems like it's, it's a really good thing that you might recommend. Is that fair to say? Well, yeah, the confessional was created at the cross. That was the first confessional, was the man asking Jesus, will you remember me on this day? The, the, the sacrament of confession, the Catholic Church was born on that Friday at the cross. And now I, 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 I probably every two weeks I go to the sacrament of confession because I'm realizing now the more I go to confession, just how much work is involved in sin. And I also take Mary with me when I go into the confessional. Every God knows what I've done, but at the same time, he cleanses me. I always say Christ at his passion suffered 5,466 wounds. Take one of those wounds and literally live inside one of the wounds of Christ. Um, I, I think the act, the sacrament of confession is such a beautiful act. It's and, and certainly the Eucharist and in the rosary, you do those three things and you are you are literally moving towards Christ in heaven, eternity. Absolutely. Eternity. Eternity in heaven. That is the ultimate goal. We're only here for a short period of time. Yeah. We yeah. best get it right. Even if it's late in the game, it's best to yeah. get it right. It's never too late. It's never ne- too late. Never, 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 never. It's never too late. It's never too late. I think I, I study the saints and you know, with Easter coming and and Good Friday and Judas when he betrays uh, Christ, I think what hurt Christ the most is that Judas didn't ask for forgiveness. Right. And I I can't help but think of that. All you need ask for forgiveness, and you will be forgiven. And 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 repent and and move away from that. Um. So I I. I'm really looking forward to coming to Bloomington, and it was nice talking with you. And people can get the book at Broken Mary um, at Dynamic Catholic with Matthew Kelly. And the new book, like I said, will should be here in this summer 
called Mary's Roadie because that's what I am. I'm Mary's Roadie. Wonderful. Well, we might just have to talk to you again when that book comes I love out. That. Right. Yeah. Wait till you read that one. That's what's happened since I found the statue in 2011. And it's just amazing how busy God has kept me. And um, I, I love it. I Like, again, I'm just a shepherd dog. That's fantastic. I can't wait to read it. And as we conclude our conversation here today, Kevin, what final message or takeaway would you like to leave our listeners, especially those who may be facing their own challenges in seeking hope? The whole, I know I was led to a dumpster to tell everyone and know this. I mean this. We all are broken. We're all broken. We're all broken. And we are loved by God. And, and, and just know that just we're all broken, but we're loved by God. We are all broken and we are loved by God. Kevin Matthews, author of Broken Mary, A Journey of Hope, a book that I highly recommend. Thank you very much for coming on. We'll see you March 23rd in Bloomington, Illinois at Holy Trinity at 1130. We can't wait. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Of course, and that wraps up another enlightening episode of Catholic Conversations. A heartfelt thank you to our special guest, Kevin Matthews, for sharing his incredible journey and the inspiring message of Broken Mary with us today. Remember, no matter how broken we may all feel, there is always hope for healing and renewal. Join us again next time as we continue to explore stories and faith, resilience, and the power of community. Until then, may God bless you and keep you in his loving embrace. And remember to go to Mary and go to Christ often. Thank you again, Kev. God bless you. I found this statue of the Virgin Mary lying next to a dumpster. It was too heavy to throw into the dumpster. I don't know who would do such a thing. But this statue of Our Lady caught my eye. I walked over and looked, and she's broken in half at the waist. Her hands are missing. She looked so cold and abandoned, her eyes just looking up at me. And that's when I heard a voice. A voice I'll never forget. This stern voice said, Will you deny me? Will you deny my mother? I ended up taking the statue. I kept her because she was broken, and so was I. I took her home, and I called a priest, and he came and blessed her. And that's when the miracles began. First, I had this urge to recite the rosary. I didn't even have a rosary or know what a rosary really was. But Mary herself, she taught me her rosary. And when you recite and hold her rosary... You are holding the hand of Mary. And when you hold the hand of Mary, you're holding the power of God. And that power can heal everyone who's broken. So many people have touched the statue of broken Mary. Some are sick. Many have addictions. So many are afraid or dying of loneliness. Many have contemplated suicide. And some are serving life in prison. We all are broken. It's humbling to go to Mary and say, Mary, the mother of Jesus, please, please, Mary, be my mother today. This world is moving so fast. Maybe it's time to stop and close your eyes and finally be 
with God. You've been listening to Catholic Conversations. Download our podcasts at catholicspiritradio.com. 